You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound. A dimension of sight. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. What is happening? It's on the You're listening to the AME Radio Show. Welcome to the AME Radio Show. I'm your host, Jason Dowd, and we've got a great show for you guys today. So sit back, relax, and enjoy everything about the art, music, and entertainment that we're going to be talking about. Now, today we're not going to be talking about anything in, in technically in the industry, but it is entertainment. This is our Halloween special. We have been waiting for this for an entire three weeks, and it's finally here. Uh, obviously, it's Saturday, so Halloween's going to be on a Tuesday, but we don't broadcast on a Tuesday, so we're having a very happy early Halloween special. And I am very excited to be able to bring in our guests that we have on today. What we're going to be doing is something different. We're going to be doing live psychic readings right here on the radio. And our guest that's going to be on today is Jocelyn. You remember her from a couple weeks back? We did a uh, thing with her in a book, and she's here to actually do some readings for some of our guests that won the chance to be on here. And our first guest that we're going to be having on today is Neely. I've known Neely for a very, very long time. I'm so excited to be able to share this opportunity with her and give her the chance to be able to see what her readings bring. And right now, they may not make sense. They may come to to light down the line. They may have already come to light. I don't know. But we're going to find this out with her along the way. Now, if you want to check out the AME experience, what it's all about, which is our television, radio, and magazine, all you have to do is go to www.theamemagazine.com and check it out. And the cool thing is we have a brand new app that you can go check out too that brings you the AME experience. And that is right now currently just on the Android platform, but we are working to get it on the iOS platform for Apple. But until that happens, just go to our website there. When you're when you're up there, check out the little Android app. Click it. It'll take you to the Google Play. You can download it for free. Now, if you are if you are not wanting to do that, all you have to do is go to the Google Play Store itself, type in the AME Experience all in the lowercase, and click it. And it'll take you to the, to the page to download it for free there as well. We're also on social media. It's www.facebook.com forward slash the AME Experience and Twitter, which is at Dowd Studios. Now, as you know, we are a show that wants to inspire you to get out and try new things. We want to bring you people that have walked the walk and talked the talk. And if they can do it, you can do it too. We are also the platform for artists and entertainers everywhere. Remember, what you do is is like an island. It may be fantastic, but if nobody knows about it, nobody's going to show up. So we are going to be that platform to get you out in front of the world so that way you can show the world what you have to offer and the passion that you bring to this industry. And what I love about art is it's not only therapeutic, but it does a lot of great things for a lot of amazing people out there. You can really shape and change the way that the entire world looks just by painting a picture. So... Are you guys ready to get started with today's show? Because I am. I hope you are, too. I'm going to introduce Jocelyn and let her take over for now. So welcome to the show, Jocelyn and Neely. How are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Hi. All right. All right, Jocelyn. I'm going to turn this over to you and let you uh, go ahead and start what you're going to start. All right. So as some people may know, my name is Jocelyn. Um, a little bit about my background. When I was a little girl, I've always um, connected to the angel realm and always been very sensitive and seeing those who have crossed over. Um, and, and as well, it started again when my mom crossed over herself. Um, and I still connect to her on a mediumship type level. Um, I work with the angel realm and those who crossed over, loved ones who crossed over, and I do readings for people and I help them. If there are certain messages that, that need closing or in any way it can help to help that person move forward. So the way that I usually do things, I do automatic writing. So I usually do first a 30-minute meditation. And then after that meditation, I still stay in meditation form, listen to meditational music. And I call forth different archangels and the divine angels and the person's loved ones and ask them, please, if there's anything um, message-wise for that person to let me know for their best, for their highest good, for their healing good. And they could write numbers, um, pictures, images, words, um, both initials, anything that give me validation or hints or tips or suggestions for that particular person. 
Um, as well, I do it for three different days, and I just do it three different times. So validation-wise, I know what the message is um, and what the, the, I guess the loved ones or angel realm is trying to relate to that person. And then I finally um, meet like I'm now and do the final copy or the final reading. So I hope that makes a little bit of sense. Um, so should I start with the reading, or does anyone have any questions so far? I don't have any questions. No questions here. No, no questions here. I'm excited. So the reading I did was for Neely Cruz, and it was very interesting because every reading gets very different things. And um, for this reading, I was listening, trying to listen to meditation music. They wanted me to listen to a particular song. Um, and I, and I, I, the song that I got was Heaven Was Meeting a Hero. So I'm not sure if that had any particular meaning for you? No. No, interesting. But they wanted me to listen to that um, that song. I as well got the sense that the person that was coming through was a male figure, um, someone you love closely, someone um, in the military background, um, someone in, in the Army area section, um, someone as well that you weren't expecting to lose or lose so quickly. Um, and I got the letters, initials, um, M, B, U, and M, H. Um, the, and there's a couple angel numbers I got. The first one was number 32, which the angels were saying to, they're assisting you and promoting you to have faith and love and trust within yourself and in relationships. Um, and I as well got the number 8,403, which is, means time to reflect and start making new positive changes to your life. And I as well got the number 602, um, which is means time to find a way to allow new people into your heart and into your life and try not to shut people out or shut new people coming in um, and to allow, try to open your heart more so more people, more wonderful things can come into your life. I as well um, have got a couple more. Um, law of Attraction um, to... Try to find ways to bring more joy and positivity into your life to attract more positive things in your life. Um, so either simple things like watching funny movies, um, taking walks, um, as well to uh, be more positive and negative, not be as guilty or feel as um, down yourself. And as well, I got the card to um, go for it. It's time for going forward in something in your life and you change into your life. And the, and the angels as well reminded me that they got the sense uh, they will as well be helping you with an ending and then starting a new beginning. Oh, wow. That has a lot of significance. So if you could explain further, like, what that meant, because that's exactly what I got. It's like when one door closes, um, something is going to start. Yeah, I mean, it's a little personal and private, but um, I'm actually going through a divorce right now, and um, that's going to be finalized next week. So um, I'm going to get emotional, but <laughs> so it's it's been a healing process. It's been a long year and a half of my life um, that I've been, you know, separated from my husband, and um, it was very um, unexpected um, the way we parted ways. And um, so, you know, the, the last couple months I've really been focusing on new beginnings and opening new doors and starting a brand new career after 14 years in the same career. Um, I've been working on a lot of positive reinforcement. I have, in the last two years, let go of a lot of negative people in my life that were kind of just dragging me down. And um, I've been trying to bring, you know, newer positive people into my life um, because I myself, you know, growing up as, you know, a child and a young adult and a I've always been considered like a negative Nancy, so I always manage to find the negative in every in everything. <laughs> and I get that from my yeah, and I get that from my father, um, who I love dearly, but I, I did it, you know, inherit that from him. And so I've been really focusing on a lot of personal development, um, even meditating myself um, in the last couple months, learning how to meditate, learning deep breathing techniques, and things like that. Um, trying to just, you know, give myself a more positive outlook on life because I feel that when I'm more positive, um, I attract that. So like you said, law of attraction. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty close to home. 
So I'm, I'm sorry to hear about the divorce. I believe, like, things do happen for a reason. Um, like the angel said, they're assisting with you. Like, this is supposed to happen, and they're helping you in the healing situation to allow something more of, like, light and, and you know, happiness and joy into your life. Because that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I work with the angel realm, because you definitely deserve that. And more peace and happiness into your life. That's awesome. And as well, just to remember, you know, I think as women, we always find it hard to take care of yourself. This is the perfect time to, like, take care of yourself, nurture yourself, spoil yourself a little here and there. Yeah, I've recently started, um, you know, just a new way of eating. I recently joined, like, a, a challenge group at my roommate's gym. Um, so, you know, trying to get healthy again um, because I've been really unhealthy just mentally, physically, emotionally, for the last year and a half, it's been really draining and it's really taken a toll on my body. Um, so I'm, you know, venturing out into that. And I've, I've had spurts of being very healthy in my life. Um, they kind of come and go, but I've never had one that's stuck just because I handle stress very personally and I, I just let it affect my life in every way. Um, so I'm learning how to let it, let it affect my body less than, you know, find other things to do so it doesn't um, affect me so heavily and I don't have to rely on doctors and medications to take care of those things. I think, like, like you said, definitely meditating is a helpful stress reliever. Um, meditation as well as so many health factors, even research and different articles you can read online that help stress in your heart and uh, just so many factors. Blood pressure, it relieves and takes down. So meditation is a great way to start and exercising, starting even just doing a 20-minute 20, 20 walk a day. Um, helps helps in eating healthy as well, just the balance. Right. Um, is there anything else? That's the most that came forward. Um, but I was curious: was there someone like a male figure in your like your family that was in like the military background, like army? Uh, my dad was in the air force, but my dad is still alive. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, my grandfather, I don't believe he was in the military, but he passed when I was only three. So I never got a chance to know him. Um, that's kind of who I was hoping would come through, would be, you know, my grandfather, my grandmother. Um, but, yeah, I haven't lost anybody in the in the military. Um, I had an ex-boyfriend who was in the Army, <laughs> but he's still alive. So, <laughs> With your grandfather, was his initials anything with M, B, U, or M, or H? No. No, no, not at all. I'm trying to think who that might have been, but it's not ringing a bell. And it's hard. Like, I apologize. And sometimes they want people, want specific people that come through. Um, and sometimes they don't come forward. So the strongest thing I got was more just the angel messages, just trying to um, let you know that they're assisting you and they're there and they're helping you, especially, like I said, from one situation ending and bringing you to a new chapter, like a new leaf in your life, and just remind you just, um, to take care of yourself during this, like, healing situ- type situation. Um, mm-hmm. And um, try to, just, like you said, you're doing a great job of letting new, new positive people into your life um, and making changes that way. Um, and not just not being, like, as hard on yourself um, and just being more nurturing. Um, trying to think, just rewriting my note. Um, and to let worry go. I'm not sure if you're a worry wart. Yeah, I am. So that was one of the things I got I picked totally up. I totally am. <laughs> it was like, don't worry, don't worry. And I got a sense, like, worry just, like, popped out at me, like, not to worry and just kind of, um, and it, it says, too, like, instead of it seeing a situation um, as a negative, like, rerunning it as, like, a movie, um, to see, like, a healing situation, like, the positive situation, like, what you would want in your life. And imagine mm-hmm. that instead several times a day. So you can move your your life forward in a positive, um, happier way, happier direction. Okay. And okay. showing, just in, relaying gratitude. Um, I've seen that before, even in my own personal life, where when I like, give and receive, so when I receive, I try to give back and just be grateful and show gra- gratitude in some ways. Okay. Um, well, thank you. So thank you for allowing me to do the reading and opening up. I greatly appreciate it. Um, I don't know if anyone has any questions in my personal background or experiences. I'd be more than happy to answer. How old were you when you first recognized your abilities? 
I first, it's like a, it's like a double question. I, when I saw things as a little girl, um, my parents didn't believe in it. So I was kept on told it was more in my imagination. So I was in denial for many, many, many years that I, what do I was seeing and coming forth. Um, and it wasn't really until my mom crossed over and because we were very, very close. And I said out loud, I said, I don't want to lose this connection. And I didn't really know at that point in early 2000 what that would meant or what that would bring. Um, but when my mom came forward and um, spoke to me, and since I was so close to her, she was more like my rock. So I didn't really know who else to lean on. So growing up, in my, I was brought up in a strict religion that I, I knew of the angels. So I just heavily relate on them and, and call them forth and ask me to help me in certain directions and, and where to go from here. What do I do? I was just such an, just more panic mode after losing my mom. Um, so it was probably in the mid 2000, 2010 or so, um, they really came forth and I was actually able to see them. And I was, that's when it really hit me. You know, it's probably in my early 20s. And I said, holy smokes, this is no joke. Um, there are actually are angels and archangels, guardian angels, and they just appear themselves and start communicating to me like my mom. Um, and that was probably when I realized um, there was something there. And then two or three years later, I started doing readings for people, just my friends, my close friends. And they said to me, they said, Jackie, you have a gift. You should use it to other people. And I said, are you sure you think so? They're like, definitely. So that's when I started going outside my comfort zone and trying to help others and, you know, doing readings for others. And I have a different background, my psych background, my social work background, and I'm going for my RN. So it's different holistic and um, healing background. Do you use any, any kind of tools or, or uh, certain materialistic things to help you in your work? Um, the only material things that I do use is, um, for my mom's side, I'm part Native American, my great-grandfather is native, so sometimes when I do meditation, I use a sage because it helps calm me, and I love that the scent just comforts me. That's yeah. not the only tool I really use, it's a comfort thing, and just I enjoy the smell of it. Because um, they've been very, when I connected to the native realm, they've been very, like, how do I say it? At first, they were very tough on me because natives are more, they want to make sure it comes from the heart. And when they realized my leadership was coming from a heart center, then they were more open to me. So they're more, I feel, even in person, too, I get that vibe. They're very down-to-earth, very sweet, very humble, very helpful to me and feel like family to me. And as I said, gratitude, very grateful. <laughs> All right. Well, let me go ahead and bring in Fernando here. He's on the line. Uh, let's see if he has any questions for you. Absolutely. Go ahead, Fernando. Hello. Hi, Fernando. Hi, how are you doing? Thank you for taking my call. I'm glad to be here. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for calling in. Uh, yeah. So um, what's your... I don't have a particular I don't have a particular question. I'm just wondering if you get anything from spirit that needs to be addressed to me or something that I need to know. Um Let me try. What I do is I use um, angel tarot cards. And I do it a certain way. I do it differently as well. Um, I use a palm on my hand and I ask the angels to let me direct me to four different cards to help me direct to that person what I could be a help. So if you guys can talk a couple minutes and I'll pull four cards because four is an angel number and I see what I can get. Sound good? Okay, so the first thing I got on my left-hand side is usually um, the past and present, and when you move to the right-hand side, to the future. So the one thing I got was um, fresh air. So me being incorporating more exercise and walk into your life and just being more into nature and getting more fresh air that way. Um, the second two cards are very interesting. I got two cards about um, love and romance. So I, I, I'm sensing that angels are trying to tell me that the the relationship or the dating prospect that you're going to be going into could lead definitely to a wedding-type situation moving forward. 
to a serious relationship going forward into your life? Was there someone that you're currently dating? Um, no, I'm actually, no, I'm not. So that's what I see going forward is a um, possible serious relationship coming into your life and then moving forward to a more serious relationship. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good news. I hope it goes through. I hope that all works out as well for you. That's it for the four things. And um, the last one, I, I don't see. It's upside down, but it's a creative project. I don't sense that one is a strong one. I see more just the fresh air, um, more connecting to nature, whether being outside in the woods or, um, for me, as well, being by the ocean or on the beach um, and just kind of drawing in now a serious relationship to your life for a wedding-type future. Oh, okay. So either Shamuel, Archangel Shamuel, is the one for romance, um, and Archangel Raphael as well would be helping if you if you want to. Um, and Archangel Michael, if you need more wisdom on who that person should be to guide you to that person. Okay. And Raquel. Raquel is as well another Archangel for relationships. Well, that's awesome. Uh, that's exciting. I do want to Hopefully I do find that one girl that I can love and be with for the rest of my life. And um, like for me, I would definitely start making a list of who that perfect partner is and realize who, who yourself is and, you know, what makes you happy to be with the perfect partner. Right. Like someone that... that like someone that's into the things that I'm into? Um, like for, I'll take an example for me. When I was looking for um, the guy I was dating, um, I'm actually with now, and it's been a year anniversary, I sat down and I knew who I was, and I knew that a person who would compliment me, someone I knew was a little bit more laid back sometimes than me, had a good sense of humor, um, just like as a working team that could, you know, help you um, and work with you and just be, you know, romantic with. And just set the qualities too and we know what you're attracted to. And then so that way when you're looking, and it will help bring a lot of attraction to that person to come forward. Right. Um, okay. I'll do this. Nice, nice. So best of luck. I hope it works out. Me too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right. Oh, okay. That's okay. Then that's the one that we ended up losing. Um, anyways, um, well, Neely, uh, what what got you excited about the opportunity to to have a reading done? Um, I don't know. I've always been interested in that. I mean, when I was when I was younger, um, of course, I you know experimented like with like all young kids do the Ouija board, which I know is bad. Um, I learned very quickly that it wasn't healthy and, you know, it was, it was weird and strange and I'll never allow one in my house again, as long as I live. Um, I even have a hard time watching the movies now, but um, no, I just, just always felt very connected to, you know, the spirit world. Um, I've never seen anything per se, but I believe in it. I respect it. I have felt things. I've been witness to, not necessarily spirits, but, you know, the the existence of them in my surroundings. Um, so I've always been interested in that. And, of course, you know, I watch, um, you know, your TV shows like, what is it, Tyler Henry, who does the readings on the celebrities. And I just think it's amazing when you can talk to somebody and they can just, you know, tell you those things about, you know, things you're curious about. Um you know, in this case, like I said, I don't have anyone that's passed away that was in the military that I know of. I have a text out to my dad to see if maybe he knows of something or someone in our family that maybe was, you know, older that I didn't really know. Um, but, I mean, she was spot on on all the other stuff about the positivity and, you know, the attraction, laws of attraction and, um, you know, closing one door and opening another. So, um, I mean, I think it was pretty great. It is interesting, isn't it? Oh, I mean, just how I this add, kind of stuff might works I out. Might I add, I got in trouble when I was uh, younger 
for calling into a psychic hotline and uh, charging up about $250 worth of, <laughs> of talk time you know, I did the same with thing. one of those 99-cent uh, psychics. I was, yeah, I think I was in high school, and I got in so much trouble. But um, I actually did have a reading with a, um, with a Spanish santera when I was probably, uh, I don't know, 18 or 19 years old. And ever since I had that reading, I've been even more so intrigued and have respected that because he read me spot on from rocks. I mean, he literally did this thing with rocks where I shook them in my hand and then he took them and I dropped them and he read the rocks and it was just craziest thing. And he told me to like open this book and read this page. And the page that I read was spot on something that was going on in my life at that time that he never would have known because I had never met him. Um, he was Spanish, and I had to have it translated through my best friend at the time because um, I didn't know enough, you know, to do an entire psychic reading with him. Um, so it was it was just really phenomenal. And it's definitely true. Like, I was finally being a medium because I as well was a skeptic myself. Um, and I had to – well, one, I had um, a ghost attach itself, so I went to a medium to help um, – helped the ghost cross over but I was very wary I didn't trust her but the moment when she started saying your mom is here and she's giving me the Hail Mary I almost flipped because that was the, the the prayer we said to you know as she was crossing over oh, wow. that I was blown away because she would had no idea about like I said it, about that prayer and the second time um, was my mentor and I was looking for a mentor to get comfortable being a medium and all the things happening to me and I tested her out, and she was looking at me, and she she was like, "Okay, do you understand this?" And I was like, "Yes, yes." So I was thinking something in my mind, and she's like, "Okay, I can. I know you don't get it. So let's go over it again." I was like, "She's good. She's my mentor." <laughs> <laughs> so it's true. Like there, I, I mean, I, I know personally people who say they are and they don't have the gift, um, and there's people that I, I do respect and admire and do have the gift that I just want to be like them and just. Uh, however I can help someone um, I love to and just stay humble and not you know I don't want it ever to get to my head and just enjoy the situation and try to help and you know touch as many people lives as I possibly can now can I ask you, know, you I, do you I know this is kind of corny but do you believe in like have you ever watched Tyler Henry on television do you believe that he truly has a gift or do you believe that it's all for show I've never seen Tyler Henry so I can't say either way Oh, okay, okay. Um, okay. When I see John Edwards, I feel like he had definitely has a gift, and I think there's a lot of similarities. When I read yeah. up about him, um, like with my, you know, with me growing up, uh, um, I remember reading something that he could, it was before, was it caller ID? It was in, even in existence. And I remember as a little girl being able to know who was on the other line, whether it be a junk call or be my father. Um, on the first ring, and, and it blew me away. And I thought, that, and I think everyone does have the ability. It's just like exercise. Like the more you, you do so, the stronger you become. Um, so when I was a little girl, I thought it was just a fun game that, hey, I can, <laughs> I can get these people get who's calling and see these people. It just was, it was just like a childhood game, I guess, for me. And I didn't realize um, what it was probably till later on. Oh, wow. In my different situations, I guess, yeah, throughout throughout my life. Um, but even as a little girl, my house um, itself was very old. Uh, my house went back to when the Quakers were there during the 1700s. Oh, so I would wow. see them um, on my staircase when I was a little girl trying to go to sleep. Uh, I as well would hear them rocking oh. in the chair um, early, early in the morning, and I knew both my parents were asleep, and I would tell them every morning, I hear someone in the rocking chair, they're rocking in the rocking chair. <laughs> and they're like, it's your imagination, it's your imagination. I knew now, after we both found out that the house had a history part of it, going back to the 1700s where the Quakers lived there, that I, I just knew. I just knew. Wow. Hey, Jocelyn, I'm back. We have Cassie on the line. She has a question for you. Hi, Kathy. Hi, thank you for taking my call. How are you? Good, no problem. What's your question? Um, I was wondering if you see me um, with my next project, if you see me being able to afford to hire Michael M. Um, if, and, you know, if he'll be able to be a part of the team. Michael M. Uh-huh. 
me try to do a quick read like I did the last time. Just give me a couple minutes and see what I get. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Well, this seems like a good time to take a break. So we're going to take that quick break. We're going to see. We're going to let Jocelyn do what she needs to do and come up with her answers. And we'll be right back when she has it. So don't go anywhere. Do you love horror, the strange and unusual, fantasy creatures, or urban legends? Do you want to step inside a dream or nightmare? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should check out internationally exhibiting artist Jason Dowd and his award-winning photographic collections by visiting www.imaginationartstudios.com. Get inside his mind and experience his inner weird. <laughs> Hi, I'm Erin Craco, and I hope you'll watch our show, When Calls the Heart, on Hallmark Channel. Hi, it's Maurice Bernard. You're listening to the AME Radio Show. I got one is this, like I got this feeling to focus on service, but I feel like it's more to focus on what you know in your heart and your soul brings you joy, but you're concerned about not making money. So they're kind of reinforcing me like don't focus on that, but focus on the service part of it. And they're going to follow through to assist you and make sure that there would be you know money well to come forth on that. I as well, they got the card trustworthy guidance. So they're just showing me that they're they're around you, helping you, assisting you, kind of almost like a sail in a water to kind of guide you in, in a direction. And you're not you're going with the tide and not against the tide. Interesting enough, I as well got the card to daydream. So it's kind of like taking time. It's like another way of meditating, just to blank and space out so they can connect in you. And the angel realm, sorry, can connect to you and kind of give you messages. So if you have uncertainties or worries or concerns, they'll connect to you in that way. They feel like that's the best way to connect with you. And as well, they're telling me I got the card to notice the signs. So with that person in mind, I feel like they've been trying to give you signs, either maybe like butterflies or feathers floating around them, that they know they're pulling you to a person. Wow. I have been seeing lots of feathers. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, You're welcome. It feels like a matter of time. Yeah. Definitely things thank happen, and, I, and I'm the same way because I, I know I'm personally impatient. My boyfriend makes fun of me all the time. But things oh, do happen that. in divine timing, even though we want it to happen right now, right here. <laughs> it, it happens <laughs> in perfect, like I said, divine timing when they know it's supposed to happen. Thank you. Thank you so very much. You're welcome. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you. May may I continue listening to the show? Absolutely. I'll put you in the the spot there. Thank you. Oop, I cut her off. (laughs) She's in the, she's in the, in the, uh, in the queue though, so she could listen. So I'm sorry about that if I cut you off. (laughs) Got trigger happy. Um, anyways, uh, Jocelyn, you have some really cool stuff coming on that you're doing for the season of October up in New York, so please tell everybody about that real quick, and hopefully if you're in the I area, you can go check it out. Very, very excited about my next event. Um, growing up, my favorite holiday was fun enough to be Halloween, being part Irish and celebrating a spirit world. I came across through an old acquaintance of mine. It's called the... Nagara Siege Coach Inn and the Cornerstone Historical Masonic Lodge with the Historical Society. It's in Monroe, New York, which is Orange County, New York. And the the lodge itself has an amazing, wonderful history to it. It was originally uh, owned by Mr. Smith. 
and during was used as well with the Masons during the Revolutionary War. And George Washington actually himself was uh, right outside and his horse who drank from the stream, like right outside the, ho- uh, the lodge. And then soon after, in the late 1700s, Mr. Goth bought the, the lodge and made it an inn. And it was like a pub slash inn where people stayed for many, many, many years. And then at some point, it became a, um, a, I guess, a, a ward where nurses take care of psychiatric patients. And um, and finally, the Holtz family bought it. Um, I don't remember when, but they, they bought it. And then probably early 2000 or so, um, it was kind of up in the air whether they were going to buy the, the lodge and tear it to pieces and make a used car dealership or parking lot. But thankfully, the Masons bought the lodge, and they still have their Mason meetings there, and they have the Historical Society Mason meetings there. So my event on Saturday, October 28th, I'm going to be doing a combination of things. Um, you're going to come in, and I'm going to be in colonial wear. So I'm going to have – it's going to be like a history. We're going to go back to the, the revolutionary period. And I'm going to give a tour through the house of the history and the spirit realm because it's haunted. So the original two owners – and on some of the colonial people and the nurses that work there still haunt the inn. So I'm going to be interviewing them and as well relaying the EVPs of other um, ghost investigators that did the investigation and show some other pictures of ghosts that actually appear themselves in the house. Um, and at the end, because I came out with a book, um, Learn How to Connect to Your Angels, which was from the Angel Realm, I'm going to be as well um, selling my book at the event at the end. Oh, that one part like too. I almost forgot. And at one part too, that there was a part in the lodge where they used to do seances. So at that table, I'm going to have my angel cards with me, and I'm going to do um, a reading or two at the event. I love stuff like that. I love the history. I love I love the, to be able to see all these types of things. In fact, I, I traveled pretty much the entire United States looking for places like that because they're so cool. And uh, it's amazing what what the feel and the history brings and everything like that. Absolutely. And I'm very fortunate for most of the spirit realm that I connect with them. I know it's very odd and makes an odd people, but I connect them to, like, people. So when I come forward to them, I try to be kind and courteous and respectful and just hope for them, you know, and usually for the most part I've had really good experience with people when I connect with them and connecting back. They're very kind and fine coming, you know, connecting back to me. So I'm just excited. I've connected to the ghost already at the lodge. So I'm just very excited to um, go forward with this, with this um, event. I can't wait. Now can't you get wait. to, do you get to, you get to dress up in colonial uh, period uh, clothes? Cause that's always fun. Exactly. I have a colonial costume and I have a lantern. So I'm going to do a tour with a lantern. Like you're stepping back, you know, during candlelit era. Awesome. I love. I would wear a good knickerbocker. I mean, I think I. I think I look pretty good with it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of layers. Like I can't even imagine. I don't know if I do it every day, but I. 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 I came and I'm lost of words of how women back in the day did it every day. You know, as I got to see what more how women dress more and more throughout, just by doing my own photos and and the costumes and stuff like that. A huge respect for what they were able to put on. I mean, it must have taken them three hours just to get dressed in the morning, and they did it every day, and they did it with a smile. And what <laughs> I also have a, a huge respect for is both men and women, because back then they used a lot of wool. And you know, I went through this hurricane here, and it, I was without power for a week, and thought I was going to die. And they wore suits and full-blown dresses from head to toe, wool, and they didn't complain. I don't know how. I don't know how they did it. I would have been dead. <laughs> serious I would have That's been dead That's true. That's so, true. So, I mean, what a huge respect for people back then. I mean, just unbelievable. This is true. So, um like I said, it's gonna be a fun event. I'm just hoping anyone comes or is in the area. It's a great event. It's a great lodge and has amazing history and it, all the profits mostly go to the Masons who have been very kind and very generous. So let me do the event. Well, guys, uh, we're almost to the end of the show. Neely, do you have any other questions? Yeah, I just wanted to ask one more, and I'm not sure if this is something you can do on the spot or not, but I wanted to see, do you, can you see any um, animals or insects of significance in my life? 
I know it's kind of off the beaten path, but. I don't know why. It's very interesting, but I didn't get an animal, but I did get um, praying mantis. That's interesting. That Do you the know first what thing they represent? My mind. I don't, but that was the first thing that just, like, pops in my mind. Okay. Interesting. I'll look into that. What does a praying mantis generally stand for in types of uh, spiritual realms? Does it does it have any significance like an owl? I, I don't I, – I, sometimes when I get things, I don't have all, <laughs> all the answers. Um, I just I found it very interesting. That's, like, the first thing um, they gave to me. Um, and the second thing, I don't know why, was more like a teddy bear. So I'm not sure it was anything related to childhood teddy bear. Um, but the first thing that came was more praying mantis. Hmm. Well, I just um, looked it up real quick to see, and it says um, – because of the insect's unique pose that often symbolizes stillness or prayer in many cultures, many praying mantises camouflage themselves and hide in stillness as they wait for prey to approach. <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> how that refers to me, but that's pretty cool. Okay. I personally have a dragonfly that um, I actually have a tattoo of one because many years ago when we had a family pet pass away, our entire backyard filled with dragonflies. And not to go into a long story, but... Since that time, any time an animal um, has passed away in our lives, a, a dragonfly appears. And so we have certain colored dragonflies to represent different animals in mine and my family's lives. Um, and even since I started telling that story to a lot of friends, um, when they have a, pet, a pet that passes away or something like that happens, um, a dragonfly will appear. And even it's not even necessarily just pets, but humans too. Um, and so it's just very significant to me. So I was... Just curious to see if that popped up for you. I did get an insect, so I apologize. Maybe it was more of that. that I, I don't know it's okay. why <laughs> praying mantis came, but it was weird. I was like, I got insect. I don't know why, but, yeah, so I got that and praying mantis. Yeah. I was surprised. Well, I was well, like, well, I, I got like you, an animal. Well, while I got you on the line, this is pretty interesting. I went down a couple of years ago to a cemetery in downtown Tampa, and it's completely surrounded by buildings. I mean, you cannot – there's no there's – no, forest, no greenery, no nothing. And while I was in there, a fox showed up. Now, foxes are kind of weird because they kind of like to hide and they like the woodsy area, but there's no woods around it. So what would be a significant meaning by, by a fox? Do you have any idea? Oh, um, I do. Just give me a second. I can find that for you. That'd be interesting because it was—it really kind of shocked me. I mean, I followed the fox around. I wanted to get a good picture, but the thing was constantly running. So I always ended up having to do. It, it was like all my pictures were blurry because it was running so fast, and I was trying to keep up with it. Um, but ironically, it didn't attack me, and it, that was what I thought was kind of weird too. You know, when I see weird things like that, I actually go towards it. You know, if a bear was in my yard, I'd go towards it. I don't know why, um, <laughs> but. Uh, it's just amazing that it showed up in the middle of downtown. And now there's a lot of significance about the about this particular cemetery for anybody that's listening. There was uh, pirates in there. There were slaves in there. There were um, uh, governors that were buried there. There were Indians that were buried there. And I was just going to ask that. A, I was just going to ask this. I nailed it. Okay, continue. So it's a really cool. It's a real cool cemetery. It's got so much history. And actually, a lot of it has a lot of the Cuban families that had um, developed a lot of uh, Ybor City that moved there. So a lot of the a lot of the cigar rollers and a lot of the, the historic people of that area were there. And you know, it's it's just a really cool cemetery. And um, I wanted to go in there and see if I could catch any voices or anything like that because I like to ghost hunt random cemeteries. So that was why I was there. <laughs> That's amazing. I was just going to ask that if it was on um, Native American burial ground, because um, sometimes if I'll give a couple examples. Um, my great grandfather comes through Hawk, and um, my boyfriend's been blown away since he's dating me because we literally had a couple times the hawk will fly right in front of us. We're just about to walk into a hawk, a wild hawk, and I know it's just him saying hello. I'm here. I'm still looking after you, just in spirit form or animal spirit. Um, but the second example I had was when I went to a park um, that was actually originally a native native land, and um, I, I was just I just kind of connected to it. And I I knew I did. I was sitting there, but I was like, wow, 
I feel so bad that this is, you know, their property and their land, and here we are. It, it was a beautiful, beautiful, you know, piece of land. And in the native uh, culture and their spirit realm, that a lot of times they'll show themselves as a rainbow. And her realm took a picture of me without even knowing or, or even I knew it. And there was a rainbow of light all around me, circling me. And I knew that I was them circulating me in um, native, um, native realm. Um, but with the fox, I, and we said too, when they ran away from you, I, I, I just felt like it was more native animal spirit because it was just being peaceful and maybe came to, um, you know, either a sign of intelligence or wisdom um, or to, to solve a problem of some sort. But because they didn't connect with you or attack, I, I think it was more native than it was, you know, anything else. Hmm, interesting. Because I know there's not too many Native Americans there. Uh, I think there's like one or two, and I think they were very prominent chiefs in that port, in that area that uh, during that time. It's mostly the Cuban uh, people that were that had uh, established that area. Um, like I said, there was a couple of pirates because you know uh, Tampa Bay has always been invaded by pirates. Uh, in fact, even um, some famous uh, some, fam- some famous uh, explorers like Ponce de Leon had landed here in in the Tampa Bay area. And uh, so, I mean, it's got a lot of history in that in that particular section. So, uh, you know, that, like I said, I was just hoping I could catch something. And, it, and it, what's really cool is it's got you, you've all seen um, you've all seen uh, Forrest Gump. So the trees are like these big, huge trees that just kind of like go oh, inches Spanish from the mosses? ground. Is that what they big, called? I think so, but they're huge trees, and you can just kind of you can climb in them. And they have um, they're, some of them are really low to the ground, but some of these have like crypts, and some of them even have like these those old uh, steel uh, wrought iron fences around each plot. So it's like it has that it has that New England creepy cemetery feel to it. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I think I'm gonna be able to find something in this place. Never have found anything in this place, but I have found it a very good useful tool when I want to take pictures for my horror collection. So <laughs> it still worked out anyways. I never did get anything strange out of it as far as as far as uh, you know, ghosts or anything like that. Never got any weird pictures, never got any weird EVPs, but um I know because of the fact that there it's it can be very dangerous in that area, they stopped allowing people to come in at nighttime, which is really when you need to go there because, you know, the, the cars surround it and stuff like that with all the roads. Interesting. I looked so. up the um, Native American for um, praying mantis, and the first thing is with an animal totem. It just teaches us how to still our bodies and go within our mind. And I think that hits a mark for Neely because it's a point in her life where it's time to reflect in to go outward. That was weird. Hmm. So I was like, I never got a praying mantis in my life. I was like, where the heck did that come from? That's cool. Very cool. I'd like to say I'm easily adaptable, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Half the time you don't even know that they're there, which is really cool. But yet they also, uh, to me, I, w- I, I got when you said praying mantis, I heard wisdom. I don't know why, but it just, to me, it was a, it, that was the first thing that hit my head was wisdom. But they I do love my, my native. I guess every animal has a bad part, good parts and bad parts. Humans, <laughs> yeah. bears, tigers, all of them. <laughs> That's right. Oh, good points and bad points. <clears throat> all right, guys, we got about three minutes left, so I think it's time that we wrap this up. And thank you guys for coming on and sharing some, t- sharing your stuff and sharing your gifts and and opening up your lives to to our listeners. And hopefully, people have learned something and had some fun in the process. Thank you so much. So thank you for everyone for listening and calling in. I greatly appreciate it. And thank you so much, Jason, for having me on. And if I don't speak to you beforehand, have a happy birthday and enjoy your Halloween birthday. I will. Thank you, guys. And, uh, guys, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. When we come back, we got a little bit more, and we're going to close out the show, so don't go anywhere. Jason Dowd of Imagination Art Studios is proud to announce the release of his steampunk collection, which is currently on tour across the country. There you will see beautiful handmade masks from Venice, Italy, that accentuate beautiful women to create amazing stories and feelings to those who visit the collection. Each photo series has a theme, mask, authentic props, and beautifully elaborate outfits, all collaborated in the mind of Jason Dowd to create the right emotion and feeling. The masks come from a shop at Epcot at the Italian Pavilion, where all these photos are on display for you to see. This is one of the biggest accomplishments of his career, having his work at Disney. 
Come see the beautiful first release of the series, which includes Distressed Dancer, Spanish Serenade, The Pied Piper, and Reaching for the Czars. You can see them in person or online at www.imaginationartstudios.com. For more information, visit the website. Again, it's imaginationartstudios.com. Our Facebook is Imagination Art Studios. Twitter is at Dow Studios. And Instagram is at Jason Dow. Come and be mesmerized by the masks and the stories behind them. Hi, everyone. My name is Darius Norman, the author of the new book, Entitled Rewriting Financial Rules. Have you wondered and needed advice in terms of repairing and building your credit? Do you need strategies to boost and to see quick results in building your credit? Do you need to learn how to protect yourself against financial predatory companies like debt collecting? Well, look no further. Rewriting Financial Rules is the perfect book to give you the step-by-step process to adjust and make those changes financially. Hi, I'm internationally exhibiting artist Jason Dowd, and I released one of my most profound photographic collections to date, my 3D collection. Since 2009, I've looked for ways to bring my art to life in ways that would amaze my audience. After a rare malfunction at Disney, I realized that 3D was the way to go. Now the series can be seen in galleries all the way across the United States. If you want to see this collection, contact my studio, Imagination Art Studios, by visiting www.imaginationartstudios.com and ask how. While you're there, check out my award-winning Dreams, Nightmares, Fears, and Fantasy collection, as well as my Morbid Sensations collection. Again, that's www.imaginationartstudios.com. Hi, this is Serena Palmer from Radio Rebel, and you're listening to the AME Radio Show. Welcome back, everybody. We're about ready to close out the show, and I'm going to do it with a little bit of music because I believe that we're going to kick off the ho- the Halloween weekend right. And to do that, you got to have a little bit of music, right? We're, so we're going to be playing some Halloween stuff that I think you guys are going to enjoy. But again, thank you for joining us today. I hope that you had fun with our show. This is the first time we've ever done anything like this, so we got to experience it all together. And if you've never seen the art of being a psychic, I hope that this opened up your eyes to something new and fun. And if you are psychic yourself, try it. You never know. You never know who you're going to impact in life. And of course, Jocelyn does uh, do readings. All you have to do is go to her, to her website and hit her up and maybe she'll be able to do one for you. Okay, guys. So again, join us next week on AMFM247.com. That's the AMFM247 Broadcasting Network, which is also an internet and they have 11 AMFM stations across the United States. You can find us every Friday at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time there. You can also find us again on AMFM 247 Broadcasting Network every Saturday at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Both of them are Eastern Standard Time. And remember, there are two different shows, so join in a- each and every night for something different. You can also find us on Radio Love. It's uh, RadioLUV.com every Saturday at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find us on WKLAP.com every Friday at 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are also on iTunes and iHeart. And if you are if you have not followed us there, go to those go to those different locations and sign up to follow us. And to do it on iHeart, all you have to do is type in AME Radio. All right, guys, that's all we have for you today. Have a great and safe Halloween. Uh, We want to make sure that you guys have a lot of candy, but you also return safe. And remember, kids, if you're out there listening, please have your your parent or legal guardian look at all the candy because, believe it or not, there are some really sick people out there that would love to hurt kids and do it in a a really mean way like that. And um, we just want to make sure there's nothing inside these candies, and we want to make sure that they're not laced with anything either. All right, guys, so have a great weekend. We will see you again next week. Same time, same channel. Keep those creative juices flowing, everybody. Good night. It's close to midnight. Something evil's lurking in the dark. Under the moonlight. You see a sight that almost stops your heart. You try to scream. But Tara, take the sound before you make it. And you start to breathe. It looks you right between the eyes You're paralyzed You hear the door slam And realize there's nowhere left to run
That's the end. We're done. Calm down, people. Calm down. Okay? That's it.